0: Read with Michelle Martin. He is a Singaporean architect turned TikTok sensation. Today I speak with Cliff Tan and he tells me about his debut book. Feng Shui is not an exact science. We're reading Feng Shui Modern. It's a topic that's attracted an audience of 1.5 million to Cliff's TikTok channel and garnered him 25 million likes. Coming up in this conversation, why did an architect even think about starting a TikTok channel?
1: I wanted to contribute myself and so I thought, Hmm. what can I share? I'm an architect but I can't teach you how to draw plans, that's boring. So I thought, okay, what can connect with people? How does this super
0: influencer think about building content?
1: Because I was personally addicted to it. Oh, <laughs> You have to love what you're going to get into.
0: And a little factoid about how his architectural models and
1: colour has contributed to his success. And you know, this there's this little psychological thing in them. You know, they're all white and plain, so people tend to apply their own design style into it.
0: Cliff takes me back to the two weeks that changed his life. The two weeks when he starts making these TikTok videos that surprisingly happened. Why did the architect get started?
1: I did not expect this to happen. It really changed my life. And funnily enough, this happened during lockdown. This whole thing happened in a room in Swiss Hotel. When I was quarantining for two weeks, uh, 2020 December. I spent my New Year's in in quarantine. Oh my god. On the 52nd floor. Oh and then god. I was just making videos two weeks, you know, two weeks. Two weeks, uh, uh, stay home notice. Stay in mm. my room, making videos. And then that's, that's when I realized that people wanted information and so I started making information for them and it's really interesting because like it really gained traction within that short period of time and it was there everything changed everything changed.
0: Had you made TikTok videos why did you choose TikTok?
1: Because I was personally addicted to it. Oh. (laughs) You have to love what you're going to get into. How do you think you grew such a huge following? (sighs) Okay so I was watching videos you know I was two weeks I just spent my time just binging on tiktok videos watching things and there are things that attracted me there are things that don't attract me there are people giving out and sharing information and thought that was really nice but the way they share the information was very um was very creative or very alluring and very addictive and and i wanted to contribute myself and so i thought what can i share i'm an architect but i can't teach you how to draw plans that's boring so i thought okay what can connect with people and so like bed position where you can where you can sleep that connects with people everyone sleeps everyone is worried about their their well being so I thought okay let's start with this very basic everyone knows where to put the bed or so I thought and so I talked about where I made a short video thirty seconds long where mm-hmm. to put your where to put your bed according to feng shui and then that got a lot of comments mainly what is mainly people asking what is feng shui in the first place. So, <laughs> so I made another video, what is feng shui, where to put the bed according to feng shui, and why, and then I realised people w- were hungry for information like that, because most of TikTok at the time was about l- good looking people wearing nice clothes, or how to cook fancy dishes, Instagrammable things, but nothing about interiors, or even if there was interiors, it's just show-offing nice interiors with no rhyme or reason, whereas this one is some- something that's logical, something that people can apply, Something that hits home. Mm-hmm. And I started with very small rooms and that just coincided with the TikTok population of young people in their small rooms.
0: Ah right. Perfect. Yeah. And actually I think another factor really, Cliff, is the fact that you have these cute models. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're an architect and you already have these little things that look like beds or Christmas. Trees.
1: Yeah, it's like I already have all of them like ready. You, it's like yeah, people see button. Lego toys and so you can really bring it to life. Yes, the little models. People love them. It's it's like so cute and I can just move them around. And you know this there's this little psychological thing in them you know they're all white and plain so people tend to apply their own design style into it oh great great. because it's not it doesn't prescribe any style or look it just shows a bit and a table and people just like you know when you fall in love with a stranger you don't actually fall in love with a stranger you fall in love with what you think the stranger is really i thought you fall in love because of
0: the reflection of yourself in the stranger's eyes
1: as a blank canvas so this is a blank canvas so if you like like classical uh, ornate furniture, you see classical ornate furniture in here. If you like modern clean lines, you see modern clean lines in here. That's why my rooms always look nice to everyone because everyone imagines their own style inside my generic white button models.
0: If you've just joined us, this is Reed. We're reading Feng Shui Modern, the authorial debut of Cliff Tan. It's Cliff's interpretation of Feng Shui, not presented as an exact science. So you start the book talking about how your sister painted her home entirely in purple at the urging of a feng shui master because she thought it might improve her love life, but in fact her her luck changed not not so much for the good for for the worse, and you told her hey change your walls back to white and she
1: felt much better but she did give up on feng shui. Right? Unfortunately, she did yes. So it was funny like <laughs> that. That was my first foray into like professional feng because I I never while well, I knew about it. I never knew anyone who actually hired, like, someone and did the thing. And so she did it because she, her life was not good. And so she read about it, hired this guy. He said that, oh, you should paint your walls purple to bring these, like, sweet colours into your life. And she she doesn't like that colour at all. She's like, ugh, white, ugh. And he said, just do it. So she did it and she hated it. Every moment, the moment the colours went on, she just hated it so much. And, and then... It was not helping her life at all. It's just so much anger, <laughs> and so she. <laughs> and so I said, just you know, you like white, paint your house white. That's the way to go. And now she was so much calmer. How this, did you organize this book? This one took me some time. So um, I I was it was about putting myself in the reader's shoes. I was trying to think, okay, if I'm someone who has no idea what is feng shui, what do I want to read? Because very often the books go straight into it straight into your Qua numbers. Like, what's that? What's the Qua number? The flying stars, right? <laughs> what's the flying star? It? So, so I was like, okay. So I'm trying to just explain things in the simplest, simplest possible way mm-hmm. so that you can just get into It's very basic. It's very basic rules. like. But at the same time, I think the simplicity of it makes it quite comforting. It's like talking to a teacher. Because when I was young, I was interested in feng shui and I wanted I wanted a book I was so interested, you know, so I looked for books and all of them were just all this theory. It's like a science textbook. I wanted to see pictures, where to put the book, where to put the bed. And being an architect, I'm very visual. Right, right. And I realized most Feng Shui practitioners are not architects. They are Feng Shui practitioners. So they are very yes. good in what they do, but they are not really practicing architects. So they, they, their sense of space is different.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean, I went to your TikTok channel as well to see how you explain things. And you really explain things from a design perspective. You know, I got the same sense as when I speak with people who have designed the Apple store, for example, and they tell me why they've chosen to do certain things certain ways. And that's the sense that I get when I look at your videos. And even in your book, it's sort of, you know, you talk about balance or you talk about symmetry. And uh, it's very clear. You say it's not an exact science. You don't say, you know, do this or else, you know. This is definitely going to happen. So our listeners are are professionals and and many are likely sleep deprived. So I have to ask this. Can changing the position of your bed help
1: you sleep better? Yes, it can. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So, so, like, if your room is like a little town, you want to sleep Mm -hmm. away from the highway. You want to sleep in the nicest, cosiest part of the room. and. Like walls, these things offer protection, whereas doors and entrances they offer a lot of movement. So if you have a door leading to a toilet and then your bed is right in, in the middle, it feels like you're just caught in between this draft. So when you sleep, it's all about finding the most cozy part of your room and sleeping there. Or maybe if you like maybe if you you love that kind of high energy you can totally sleep next to the window because some people, they, they need the sun to wake themselves up, Yeah, you know. So it, it really depends on how you are, what type are you, you're a morning person or night owl?
0: Okay, so recently you go into any sort of new condo show flat and you know, everything is very minimalist, zen, you know. But I have also friends who are the exact opposite and they can't stop collecting and they have a lot of stuff in the house.
1: So basically, your space needs to help and support you. Like when your environment is good, you perform well. And what is good is subjective generally for most people if your home is full of clutter full of stuff your mind cannot flow the energy cannot flow you feel stifled frustrated with all these mountains of things around you and that is when clutter is bad. it doesn't say that you cannot own things you know (laughs) you can own things as long as you arrange them in a way that does not impede your flow of thought your train of thought it makes you feel happy that's good totally totally We've been speaking with the
0: Singaporean architect and TikTok sensation, author of Feng Shui, modern Feng Shui not presented as an exact science in this book. Thank you for being with me right here. I'm Michelle Martin. Until next time, keep reading.